If you want to become a copywriter, you're going to want to pay close attention for this entire video. Honestly, like the decision to become a copywriter completely changed my life. I still remember it was at the back uh, at the beginning of 2005. I found this book called The Well-Fed Writer that talked about these people who actually got paid to write for a living. And at the time, I was working answering angry customer service phone calls for the local gas company. So, you know, when you didn't pay your bill all winter and we came out on the first warm day of spring to shut off service, I was the guy that you called to yell at. And thankfully, I discovered copywriting because at that point, I really had no sense of direction for what I was going to do with my life. And that job was not a career path for me. Uh, so I, I went on and shortly I became a, a marketing guy at a IT training publisher. And then within the next five years, I really grew my skills and I launched a full-time copywriting career at the beginning of 2010. And really, I haven't looked back. Like I continued to build on these copywriting skills as a great way to make a living. And yeah, all the promises of copywriting can absolutely become true. You can build a business where you work from home, like I'm here in my home office. Uh, I didn't have any experience in marketing or degree in marketing. I, I did get a degree in psychology, but there are plenty of copywriters who don't even have a degree, um, including some of the most famous copywriters that you may have heard of. You also get to set your own schedule and work on your terms. Like during the summer, I tend to work a lot less because I'm with my kids who are at home. Uh, I, during the school year, I pick up kids from school multiple days a week. I drop them off. Um, you know, it's, it's something where you can dictate the terms of your business. But honestly, like this, this career, this skill set, this opportunity is often overpromised and under-delivered. Uh, it is a competitive space where the cream does rise to the top. The best copywriters have just incredible opportunity. There's still this huge opportunity if you get good, but if you do want that huge opportunity, you have to get good. And when you get good, it does allow you to create that life and lifestyle that you want. And so today I wanna, I wanna help you accelerate that path by giving you seven steps to success in becoming a copywriter. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Let's dive into the seven steps. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. So pretty much every episode, including today's, is sponsored by me. <laughs> I want you to check out the link in the description to the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid. If you want to become a copywriter, it's critically important, as you're going to hear, to learn the skills of copywriting. Equally important is learning the business side. And the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid is all about the important business decisions that you're going to make as you become a copywriter including things like getting a job or starting to get freelance clients or building a business based on your copywriting. That book is full of all sorts of industry secrets and uh, lessons learned from my life as a copywriter. It's the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid. It's less than five bucks or it's five bucks. I, it's something like that. And the link is in the description for you to go download a copy immediately and start to benefit from it. All right, so what are these seven steps to becoming a copywriter? Well, step one 
And this is not what most people would say is step one. But for me, honestly, like this, uh, this was one of those things that I had to learn really early on. Step one is make your writing invisible. Make your writing invisible. Uh, the point of being a copywriter is not to be recognized as like this stylistic, uh, you know, like excellent, amazing writer where people read it and are amazed. The point of copywriting is to generate response. Copywriting is selling multiplied through media, which means your main goal is the goal of a salesperson who has to generate response. And one major thing that will stand in your way is if you try to make your writing the focus, if you try to have this great, incredible stylistic writing. So step one, make your writing invisible, is about making your writing clear and compelling. Oftentimes, and this is the most common lesson taught in this regard, you want to aim for a lower grade level flesh Kincaid or readability score. So you might use like the Hemingway app as an example, where you copy and paste whatever you're writing into that, and it'll tell you what grade level it's written at, meaning the average person who gets through that grade level should easily be able to comprehend that writing. And oftentimes today, most good copywriters are aiming for something like a fifth grade level of readability. That doesn't mean you can't talk about complex topics. You could talk about the stock market. You could talk about health conditions. You could talk about all of that, which tend to be rather complex topics, but you can talk about it in a way that the vast majority of people will understand it. And that's the goal of that. And so what you have to do is you have to learn to write in the simple and clear language. But another thing about making your writing invisible so there's there's like the, you have to be good to make your writing invisible, to, to simplify everything that you're writing. Um, but you also can't be bad. And this is something that I see, I see with a lot of people who are writing, maybe if English isn't their, their primary language, and they haven't really developed a conversational level of, of um, fluency with writing in English, they'll be making blunders and mistakes um, that telegraph that they are not a, a English as a primary language um, writer. And this can also happen with all sorts of people who English is their primary language. Um, you just need to aim so that when you are writing at, let's say, that fifth grade level, that it is there is no distracting blunders and mistakes. So making your writing invisible means that you're not you're not making it too good and you're not making it too bad. <laughs> like uh, you're not making it, oh, this writing is the interesting part because you want the product or service to offer to be the interesting part. But also the like, I'm not distracted by, I don't know, some some aspect of the writing that just makes it feel uh, less, less invisible, like that, that makes the writing stand out. Step number two is to make your writing compelling. So you've gotten it down to the point where you, you can just write clearly uh, in a way that's very easy for everyone to understand. But that does not necessarily mean that you are able to get people excited about your message. Um, so at the, at the very, very basic level, if you think in terms of hook story action or hook content CTA, 
uh, the first thing that you need to do is grab attention. You need to get readership. Like that's that's the first sale that you need to make if you want to sell someone on taking some other action. The first sale that you need to make is, hey, pay attention to what I have to say. And there's all sorts of ways to hook attention. And if you like read articles on the internet, if you scroll the news, you can pay attention. Oh, like that that hooked my attention or you know, I scrolled right past that, right? So you need to learn how to grab attention. Then you need to learn how to make the pitch. So this is the story or content part of it. Typically you want to lead with emotion first and then justify it with logic. You've heard that, you know, people make decisions with their, with their emotions and then they justify them with logic. Um, the reason people make decisions internally is for uh, is for emotional reasons, but then they have to be able to justify it to their friends with logic. There's even been some brain research where people had, uh, due to a medical condition, the emotional part of their brain was severed. Um, and when that happened, they found it impossible to make decisions. And so it only justifies this idea that like we need to make decisions with emotion. And so you need to compel someone to be excited about what you're talking about, the product, the service, whatever that you're selling by giving them an emotional hook or an emotional interest, right? And then just help them justify it with logic. And then importantly, you need to know how to generate response. That's the action, the CTA. And really like you can get somebody riled up about some kind of topic or some kind of product, some kind of service, um, and, and, and that's in the grabbing attention and making the pitch. And that applies to all sorts of different content writing, etc. But that's why I've made generate response like this, this whole idea, it's going to be step three. So step three is learn to inspire action. And so if, if our, if our hook grabbed their attention and our, our pitch or our, our content of the message is what. Um, it is what got them excited about whatever it is that we're going to offer. We still need to say, we still need to compel them to like, you know, maybe they've gotten on the fence at that point. We need to compel them to get off the fence and to actually give us money. Um, and so step three, learning to inspire action is all about giving them a reason why they need to respond and need to respond now. That's all about like, developing an offer or presenting your offer in a compelling way where you're actually like convincing someone that the amount of money that they are giving you is far less valuable to them than the product or service that they are going to receive. And then you need to be comfortable. And a lot of people are not. You need to be comfortable telling them what to do. So if you want to succeed as a copywriter, you need to check the link in the description and go buy the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid. You won't spend more than five bucks and you will have the effective principles and strategies of becoming a successful copywriter, getting great clients and making a great living through this skill. So you need to learn how to tell people what to do like that, just, just direct, just simple. You, you set up the proposition and then you tell them to take action to fulfill it. Okay, so I'm gonna recap at this point um, because this is, this is the biggest parts of the writing bit. And yes, you can go into way more details and there's all sorts of different templates and all of that. But step one was make your writing invisible. Step two was make your writing compelling. Step three was learning to inspire action. And 
when you have that foundation, that basic foundation laid, then you get to step four, which is practice, practice, practice. And, you know, honestly, I almost made that three separate steps uh, because it's so important. And a lot of people are, I guess, led to believe that you can just become successful tomorrow if you decide today that you're going to be a copywriter. Yeah, you can be successful pretty quick because the moment you write one successful piece of copy and that scales, well, there's all sorts of opportunity in that. Um, but that said, that said, the more practice you do, the more consistent you will get in generating lots of response. And, and so practice is all about putting marketing into the market. It's about getting your copywriting out there as, as much as possible and seeing what kind of response it generates and, um, and, and learning from that, learning from your successes, but even more importantly, learning from your failures. And so how do you do this? Well, one way is you can get clients, really any clients at first. Uh, you can pop on Upwork. You can put yourself as a low price copywriter. You can get some, some clients that way. The goal is repetitions. The goal is to just be able to write a bunch and get it out in the market and get some experience. Um, and, and later on, you're going to want better clients and you're going to be more discretionary about the type of work that you take on. But early on, when you're just trying to get repetitions and practice and repetitions of the business side of doing a client project, all of that, that's all you need to do. You need to focus on how can you maximize the number of repetitions. Another option is to build something that I call a sandbox side project. That is create some kind of offer of your own, create some kind of product or service that you are able to sell with your copywriting and marketing skills that you're developing and just go out there and try and sell it. Just go out there and learn what you need to learn in order to sell it. Number three is get a job. Gasp. Oh my goodness, get a job, get a marketing job. This is actually how I got started because I was like, I don't, I don't have experience. I don't have a degree in marketing. I don't have anything that to me would allow me to go from, I think it was April of 2005 that I discovered copywriting to like May of 2005, where I was sure that this is what I was going to do. Uh, I didn't have anything that justified me becoming a full-time freelancer at that time, but I was able to start applying for marketing jobs. Also happened to be moving across the country, so it was, you know, a great time to be applying for jobs anyway. But I got a marketing job, and it's where I developed my skills inside an entrepreneurial company that gave me a lot of control over the marketing aspects of the business uh, as I proved my ability to, to, um, to deliver on those marketing results. And... Either way, if you're getting clients or doing a sandbox side project or getting a job, what you're doing through this practice, 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 step number four is you're developing go-to strategies and campaigns that you're going to use throughout your career, probably. I mean, it, obviously you want to shift with a shifting media landscape and shifting markets and market conditions, et cetera, but you're developing go-to strategies and campaigns that will work for you. So step number five, so once you've had some practice, you want to hone your offer. You want to hone your offer. You want to make a better offer for yourself. So you can look back, you can reflect, you can say, like, what do you do? What do you actually do? So my first major freelance offer was I write sales letters plus order forms plus um, like 
three emails associated with the launch of the sales letter plus other supporting copy in order for a direct response company to launch a product and generate sales from their email list. And that was the main campaign, the main offer that I did. That was the deliverables of that early on in my copywriting career. But it's not just about what you do. In fact, people are not usually buying what you do, right? That's the logic part. The emotional part is what problem are you going to solve for them? Like what headache are you going to relieve them of? And for most businesses, for most copywriting services, that involves generating leads, customer sales, and profits. So they want leads, customer sales, and profits, and your deliverable of copywriting is what's going to help them generate those. Um, and then you want to get more specific about who, like who specifically are you working with? So for me, initially, it was um, more like personal development, direct response marketers, some people in the business opportunity space. But very quickly, I started focusing on financial publishers who use that same type of marketing campaign. And then why should the client choose you and what makes you uniquely compelling? So, you know, what is it about you, your service, your process, your whatever that makes it so the client would be predisposed to choose you over different options, including doing it themselves. Um, so you want to hone your offer and, you know, that that could that's a whole separate course. Um, in fact, in my BTMS Insiders training library, there's a link somewhere in the description to that. There's all sorts of courses that can help you with every step of this. Um, but step six is grow your network. So, you know, you, you've you gone through this process of getting pretty good at copywriting and then you did a lot of practice, right? You, you, you laid the foundation, you did a lot of practice, you're honing your offer, and then you want to grow your network, step six. So get connected throughout your industry, really connect to people, right? Uh, and and an important way to make yourself a better connector and to get connected uh, like with deeper connections in your industry is to connect others, not just do selfish like connect to me, but find a way to connect other people in your industry. The goal is to generate a broad network where you know people and you are known to people. And when you develop that network, it does allow you to it, 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 it's constantly feeding business your way if you have a very solid network and a solid reputation within your network. Which brings us to step seven. Step seven is succeed, but don't rest on your laurels. Succeed, but don't rest on your laurels. The Buddhists have this concept called beginner's mind. And beginner's mind is uh, where you come into the moment with this willingness to learn and to to like to drop your preconceptions about what's going on in the moment to drop your stories about what's going on in the moment and to just experience the moment as it is now this applies to marketing especially because we are like even the most skilled marketer is not going to bat a thousand. It's not going to win 100% of the campaigns that they launch. And there's going to be constant opportunities for learning. And so as a marketer, especially someone who relies on the response of the market to determine success or failure, you kind of have to have this eternal beginner's mind or else you're going to get humbled really quick. Um, and the eternal beginner's mind also implies this, this learner's mindset. You're always learning from the market. You're always learning from like what, like what's going on, what response you're getting, et cetera. 
And through that, you um, you achieve constant and consistent growth. It's it's the growth mindset. It's it's this willingness to be proven wrong in service of learning some greater truth. And that applies in marketing as much as it applies to anywhere else in life. It applies in copywriting. And um, there is this opportunity. And I think part of what makes this fun for people who really embrace the skill and the pursuit of mastery in addition to the financial success that can come as a copywriter is this whole idea that you never actually 100% figure out marketing. <laughs> like you can, you can get better and better and better, but there's always opportunities to learn. There's always opportunities to get better. There's always opportunities to stretch your skill and grow and learn and, and, and develop. Uh, and so like when you are able to embrace the skill and the career and the business of copywriting, from that perspective, you can achieve a ton of success, but you also have this like emotional fulfillment that comes from that too. What do you think? Did I miss a step? Um, is this helpful? Let me know. Uh, also, don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. And hey, that book, The Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid, go ahead and buy it. If you haven't grabbed your copy already, I mean, it is the principles for success as a copywriter. The link is in the description. And I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day in every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing, your copywriting genius, and understanding the path in front of you if you want to become a copywriter is one important way to do that. I will catch you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.